I got everything written out. You know who else has got everything written out? Your mother. And this is the Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast. Welcome. We are your hosts, John Hook and Kenneth O'Neill. As on always on our Friday shows for now, we are our founding fathers short. Get back to Coda whenever you're ready. Yeah, uh, with that being said, we are two middle-aged men that complain about the current state of the WWE. Maybe not have so many uh, complaints tonight, but, you know, I'm sure we'll find something to complain about. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, do. we do have something to complain about, but, you know, we'll get there eventually. So with that being said, we're going to send it on over to John Hook over there and let him uh, recap the night that was. All right, before we get in here, a couple things. Uh, Dakota, if you're listening, this is three in a row, bud. Three shows in a row, bud. What are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, but most We're down to Dos Amigos now. We're down to Dos Amigos. Yeah. Uh, more importantly, uh, RIP to the Iron Cheek. <sighs> One of the last tweets he sent, though, was fuck Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Kayfabe stuck with this man all the way to the grave. Gotta love it. R- he R- did R- not G. disappoint. No, sir. He did not disappoint. But uh, we'll go ahead and get the SmackDown recap started. Uh, we started off with Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa in the middle of the ring. Uh, shortly after after that, we had... Or right whenever uh, it started, Paul Heyman started his whole spill with, My name is Paul, and then before he could say Heyman... Usos. The Usos, yeah. Uh, then Jay Uso came out to the ring. Uh, Paul offered him the future Tribal Chief spot, but he also offered him the U.S. title shot. Jay accepted the U.S. title shot and said he'll let him know about the other one later. You got anything for that one? No, I don't. No, nah, me uh, either. <laughs> I figured that's going to go, so keep going. <laughs> uh, next, we had the Money in the Bank qualifying match with Santos Escobar and Mustafa Ali with LA Knight at ringside on commentary. Yeah. This was easily best match of the night. Hands flipping down. Yeah, no, these, these two guys could fucking go. And they did. And they did not disappoint, son. They did not. I was uh, on the edge of my seat the whole time. I had no idea who was going to win this. Uh, they didn't. They didn't really choreograph. Or I mean, they, you know, my whole match was choreographed. But I meant they didn't. They didn't show their hand on who was going to win win this damn thing. They did not. It was uh, back and forth the whole way. Uh, the whole thing is. They tell you if you can't do a match, if you can't tell a story in five minutes in a wrestling match, you can't do it for 30. And these guys did it in like, what, maybe 10 minutes? From the get go, dude. From the fucking get go. But, yeah. Um, LA Night on commentary. Kind of confused about that, honestly. Gotta be honest. Kind of confused. Loved it. Not saying I hated it, but just. Kind of confused. Well, well, they had him on commentary. Yeah. Uh, they so earlier in the week they had 
uh, Zelina Vega and LA Knight on the Raw talk show, I think is what it's, what it's called. I'm not sure. Ah. And they had a little back and forth, so I'm I'm sure that's tying in with the potential feud with the entire LWO. I'm just mm-hmm. assuming here. That would make a lot of sense. That's why they uh, that's why they brought it up a couple times during the during the match. How he called Zelina Vega a nerd and said that she plays video games all the time, where she does like her streams and stuff. We're not mad at it. It was it was a pretty good little segment. Yeah. Um, next we had the another USO backstage segment where Sami Zayn basically got uh, caught him in the hallway. Was like, "Don't listen to the voices that's in Roman's ear. Like he's fine whenever he's just being Roman. Whenever he has to be the tribal chief, he becomes something else." Basically, hinting that Paul is the guy telling him what to do. Yeah. Kind of what I took from it. Pretty much what I took from it, too. Uh, I don't... I think I'm just kind of over Sammy being part of that story. Let's just move on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of wondering why they were even there, but they show up later, but we'll get to that. Uh, next, we had Isla Dawn and Alba Fire accepting the challenge of Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey for a Basically, double title match. And then they ran the two of Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey out of the ring. That was great. Finally, we get to see these two get bullied. Loved it. it. Loved it. Loved every second of it. Uh, Next, we had another Money in the Bank qualifying match with Bailey versus Mia Yim, Mi Chen, whatever they feel like calling her this week. It's Mi Chen, Mia Yim. Uh, yeah, with uh, AJ Styles on commentary, Bailey got the win. After the match, though, is when the fun started. Uh, Scarlett, oh. yeah, Scarlett randomly shows up, hits AJ with some poison mist or dust or something in his Scarlet eye. Scarlet fever. Sorry. Scarlet fever. And then Karrion Cross attacks him, puts him in... I can't even think of the name of the the lock. Cross jacket. Cross jacket. Look at me being horrible. Terrible second. You suck. Sorry, buddy. Yep, it's fine. I cry every time. But... Bless America. This... um, uh, This match was announced for next week. We're going to get... Mia Yim and AJ versus Scarlett and Karrion Cross. Sorry, had a little uh, brain fart there. Make it. Yeah, had a little brain fart there. Sorry. Mid annualism. Oh, we Mid-annualism. still love you. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on that one? Looking forward to it. Love it. Actually, getting to see Scarlett in the ring again. She's uh, she's actually really good in the ring. She just doesn't get a lot of opportunities to show it. Um. Could be Definitely the ring be gear. watching that match. It could be the ring gear. It could be anything. So, yeah. I will be watching that one. Her ring and we'll be pulling revealing. for... What's that? Her ring gear's a little revealing. That might be why she ain't got very much ring time. I don't mind it. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying what they, why they won't have her on TV. I support it. But, yes. 
I am looking forward to that match. Uh, next we had another backstage segment. Uh, Bianca asking for a rematch. Adam Pearce agrees. Hook's favorite segment of SmackDown. Just, it's the whole, like, why was this even a thing? Uh, let me get to the part where I'm really annoyed. Mm-hmm. Asuka gets a new championship. It's not even a new championship. It's just a white strap on the same fucking belt Roman has. And then just to send me off into being pissed off just a little bit more. Here comes Charlotte. I seen it coming on goddamn day. Why is she even here? Why does she get to skip the entire line? I made the line. I don't care. You look like a horse. Why? Because Why? she's the 14 time champ. They're going to let her break the record that was previously held by who? Mm. John Cena. Oh. Yes, exactly. So it's 16 times. So I'm not surprised. I feel like this is going to end up in a triple threat between Bianca, Charlotte, and Asuka. We know who's going to win. It takes the fun out of it. Who? Who? They're going to give it to Charlotte. Why would they do that? Because they the, the women's division. It doesn't make sense. You're not wrong, but you ain't got to say it. So, yeah, we get a... We get the same title, just smaller on a white strap. So that means on Monday, we're going to get... Rhea's the, getting the heavyweight championship with a white strap. I hate it. I hate it. Come up with a different... Fucking Christ. Just come up with something. Like, get on... There's there's plenty of ideas on community creations on 2K23. Like, I would even be fine going back to like the Divas title just with something different. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm just yeah. saying, figuratively... Okay, yeah, literally, literally is not what I meant. Literally, not what I meant. Yeah, just something. The old women's championship and then the WCW championship just rebranded. Whatever, I don't care. Something besides like the same damn thing. I hate it. it makes it mean a little oh. less. But I really want to just take a a live react of you seeing Ray get the heavyweight championship belt with a white strap. There will be no reaction. It'll just be staring blankly at the TV. <laughs> All the same, but still. It's nothing. You know, hopefully the crowd does nothing as well. Kind of like what they did until Charlotte walked out. Why did they pop? Why? You Bro, you admit, man. Listen, listen. Okay. We can go back and forth on this all day long, but you've got to admit that Charlotte is a Hall of Famer already. Yeah. But immediately getting a title match after being away since WrestleMania. But John, she never got a rematch. Tough Titty, you were gone for like two months. Why did she keep pointing at the Raw Championship, though? I don't know. I thought that was weird. She kept saying, I wanted to shot at this title. She kept pointing at the Raw one. I was like, don't you mean pointing the one on Oscar's hips? It's the same thing, just different, different, uh, different shade of color. Whatever, same difference. I don't true. know. True, true. Uh, but yeah, it's like they got lazy with the Microsoft Paint. But turn it yellow. It's a gold yellow. It's a gold yellow. All right, where was I at before? That that debacle. Oh, we had another Uso backstage segment. I feel like half this show was other 
something to do with the championship, money in the bank, or a backstage segment. I don't not I don't not saying I didn't mind it, but yeah. kind of kind of a little bit of a flow here. Uh Jay Uso was backstage and basically told Paul Heyman he'll be in the bloodline if he's not. If Paul's not. I like it. I like it. Fun to listen to Sammy. It does, it does, it does, it does, it does. Next we had another uh, cool match with somebody at ringside. We had Baron Corbin versus Butch with Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes at ringside. You called that one. You did? Go ahead, uh, Butch won, and then Corbin goes after uh, Williams and Hayes, and then the ref gets in the middle of it, and some officials get in the way before it really gets fun. But, yeah, that was the end of that. Uh, Easily predictable. Not sure. Like, I love Pete Dunne, Butch. I love him, but I didn't... I don't know what value he's going to have in this match. It kind of takes him away from that tag team match we're going to be getting next week, but... uh, Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, Next, we had another Money in the Bank qualifying match with Shotzi versus EO Sky with Bailey at ringside with EO getting the win after a little bit of ref distraction and fuckery. Did you see Shotzi hit the back of her head like her buckle as she fell? Yeah, it's... Uh, to be blunt about it, I'm kind of glad she's not in this because last year we saw what happened. That was a whole debacle. Yeah, she Shotzi damn near killed Alexa Bliss twice. Yeah. Uh, damn near killed herself twice. And then damn near took out everybody else twice. And then today <laughs> took herself out. Concussion protocol is going to be a motherfucker. Been there, done that. Yep. Oh, next we had your favorite segment, the Kevin Owens Needs Therapy segment. Dude, I'm loving it. Like, I'm loving Kevin just wigging out on everybody, dude. Loving it. Oh, it's so relatable. I love it. Yes, I am absolutely, like, loving the segment, dude. Like, him just freaking out on everybody. Just just love it. Whenever he flipped out, I'm like, he's like me. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> we can relate to this. Yes. Uh, we, we had... Kevin and Sammy talking backstage, and the Pretty Deadly shows up. It's OC, Street Profits, LWO, Brawling Brutes. Kevin absolutely loses his mind. He wants a match, he wants a match, he wants a match, and he wants a match. Everybody needs to get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then they, uh, Adam Pierce announces a gauntlet match next week with all tag teams mentioned, except for Kevin and Sammy. Winner gets a shot. At the titles, is it at Money in the Bank? I do believe so. Very nice. Love it. Street Profits. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Thank you for reminding me. The Street Profits were wearing black and gold. Uh, Looks like the Hurt Business might happen. Maybe. Hope so. Got my fingers crossed. If they do, you're going to come unglued. Oh, man. Uh, We're going to get potentially Bobby Lashley. Almost. Dakota's favorite. <laughs> Such good shit. Uh, That's good MV- shit. MVP and the Street Profits all on the same team. 
Man, that'll be if they book it right. That could be. I don't know better than Bloodline. I don't know about story wise, but like faction wise. Oh, way, for sure. Way better than the Bloodline. For sure. Because that whole team can own all the titles, and it would it wouldn't feel it wouldn't feel bad. Unless Almos has the world heavyweight, then it just feels awful. Eh, then I quit watching Raw. That's fair. But moving right along. Uh, we had Austin Theory versus Jay Uso. Then some uh, ref fuckery again happened. And Go figure. Yeah, never fails with a bloodline match. Uh, pretty deadly show up. Um, jump, uh, they jump Jay, and then Jimmy comes out to the ring to help. Super kicks them both out of the ring. Here comes Solo getting ready to spike Jimmy, and then Jay grabs Solo's arm. It's like, no, we're not doing this. And then somehow Jay gets super kicked by Jimmy. I kind of seen this coming. There was a botch here, and I thought it was hilarious. Where Jimmy tried to throw Solo into the ropes, and his fat ass couldn't get over the ropes. <laughs> he just Top dollar he, style. He hit him, hit him on there. He stuck, and then he fell back into him, and then they had to throw him under the ropes. Dude, it cracks me up every time. Like, this cracks me up every single time. He, why he didn't try to jump a little more on the way out? Oh, dude. Telling you, man. So, Solo's not a fat dude, but he, that was a fat-ass moment. That was a fat-ass moment. That was that like was, you and me trying to go over the ropes. That was like me trying to get off the couch. Just uh, well, didn't quite make it. I had to sit back and try to get. Oh, yeah, that, that was bad. It uh, was bad. They they played it off well though, like that, like it wasn't a botch. But that was definitely not not on purpose. No. But with all that going on, on the outside of the ring. Theory slides back in, and then the ref slowly arises back from the dead after being down for like a solid ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. Could have called it. I mean, we knew Theory wasn't going to give it up, but it would have been cool if he did. Here's a... Okay, so... Concluding the match, Jimmy trying to talk to Jay. Jay pushes him away. Jay gets out of the ring. Roman and Solo are standing there looking at him. Then we had the awkward moment where Paul Heyman says, call Roman Reigns the first time, but he doesn't think the camera picks it up. So when the camera spins back around, comes around, he says, call Roman Reigns, but then puts the phone down to his side. Don't know why. We got to do better than that. And then Jay just kind of walks off by like shooting them all off. So do we get main event, Jay? Does Jay take on Roman himself? I don't know. Love it. You got any thoughts and opinions on that? Because I'm about to want to rant. Uh, I was kind of hoping that Jay would just super kick everybody and just be on his own. Lone Wolf Jay would be something special. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, before you, before we get into it, uh, we're going to start the what grinds your gears this week's, uh, week section. Ken, you got the floor. We're getting too predictable. We are literally getting too predictable. I didn't even watch Raw last week and was able to call all the winners of the matches. 
just as I was on for every match tonight, we're getting predictable. There's no more pop. There's no more, oh my God, he, what? We're not getting them unless it's pay-per-view, and even then they're far and few between. We have... We have <laughs> to start bringing some of these pops back in. What kind of pops? Cheap pops. Oh, who was in there? Give us a plug. Anyways, I'm tired of it. I'm absolutely tired of it. If I could have stopped time and took a $100 bet on how that match was going to play out, it was going to play out exactly. Now, Pretty Deadly wasn't there for when it counted for them, but I knew something was going to happen. Jay was going to get screwed out of the title, and you know what yeah. I mean. Like, like, why are we letting things get to be so predictable? I, I don't get it. I don't like. That's what you used to love about the attitude era, dude. Like, they're like, and you, you can never get too comfortable, ever. Uh, you know what? For this one time only, I will play. Devil's Advocate for tonight. For, for, for tonight. For tonight. Raw, Raw was extremely predictable. Raw was so predictable that you didn't even watch the show. We just it was like, hey, I'm going to read these off to you. Who do you think won? Tonight, outside of the whole Uso thing, I thought it was a fun show. I'm not saying it was not a fun show. I'm just tired of us being able to predict everything's going to happen. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm the kind of guy, like, I just go along for the ride, right? I don't worry about trying to play too much into the story. I don't really worry too much about, you know, like, like that's why this show doesn't cover all the rumors and the gossips coming out of, you know, all these other websites, you know, like, they're all trying to do breaking news. I don't care to do that. Because I enjoy the stories. Mm-hmm. But they've done the same thing over and 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 over. And it's kind of hard. It's like watching a movie that you already know how it's going to end. Yeah, but you still go back and watch movies like Jurassic Park, right? You still go back and watch. You still go back and watch your Star Wars movies. You still go back and watch. Just here's another point. Okay. And another thing, grabs my gears, is not really wrestling-related, but we're going to tie it in, okay? Because that's how good we are. I've been dying to see Transformer Rise of the Beast. The new Transformer movie's coming out. Been dying to see it. But I'm willing to bet you anything that my biggest gripe when I come out of the movie theaters is going to be more about the humans than the Transformers. I will bet you money that you and I can go watch that movie and you can walk away and say the same exact thing. That movie would be more about the humans than the Transformers. Why? Because they fuck up every time. That's why everyone loved Kong vs. Godzilla. They finally listened to the fans. And it was more about Kong vs. Godzilla. We've got to get away from this same old storytelling. You know, it could always be worse. John, there's, there's that other John Hook. There's that other show that is the alternative, and it is far worse. At least they have MJF, and you just don't ever know what he's going to say. Yeah, that, I know you don't like the fans. That is, no, I, know I know that it, you don't. It's, it's not the fans. I, it's, it's. I know the, you don't like the, the superstars. Product. Aren't over 220 pounds. I know, I it's, know. 
it's the booking <laughs> in general that I don't like. I just like ripping on everything else because that gets views. But <laughs> but I don't like the booking. I can't stand the booking. The booking is so bad. It's I don't think they really have booking though. You know what I mean? I think that's the problem. It's just a severe lack good. of yeah. Just like everyone gets in the ring and kind of hopes for the best. You know, there's no like creative. Yeah, it could be a, a whole hell of a lot worse. We could have somebody backstage burying their face in some coke and then just being throwing darts at a board. Like, all right, we're getting MJF, Darby Allen, such good shit. And we have no idea how it's going to play out. They get to call all their moves in the rings. Go. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I get it, but. I would just like one time for me to go, okay, well, Jimmy's going to accidentally kick Jay and screw him out of the title shot. Oh, there it goes. I would love for it to go, oh, he actually hit Solo. Solo's out. He pulls Jay over. Jay's your U.S. champ, and now Jay can kind of do his own solo run here. I'm just getting tired of the damn repeated, repeated storytelling. Anyways, that's what grabs my gears, buddy. I got one other segment, but I'll let you go because I don't want to see any thunder. No, it's fine. Uh, what grabs my gears is uh, refs being bad at a paper mache. Getting sick of it. It's every damn show, at least twice a show. <laughs> Ref gets hit. I, I know it helps tell the damn story, but like, at least AEW gets this right to an extent. They at least give their ref a name. I know. WWE has has a couple of their guys that they have a name to, but like Mike Yoda, not like Earl Hebner, like Yoda Hebner, like those guys, but like White. I don't know, man. I'm just I'm just tired of like refs getting hit and then they're be them being dead for 35 minutes. Like it's it's getting old. I know it's part of wrestling. It's always been a part of wrestling, but man, can we just try something else? Like hit them, hit them with a chair shot behind their back or something to make, make it look like they're actually dead for a few minutes. Not like, oh, he got hit with a super kick. He's going to be out for a while. Well, you know, and again, you know, I get it. We're, we're going back in time here, but that's what we love about the attitude there. I mean, like when Earl Hebner got hit because he got hit, hit, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, I get you on that. I got that, you on that. That would that might actually help the whole Usos thing because every time they get a ref, they they get the flailing arm, flailing two man <laughs> as a referee, and he gets poked with something, and then he just goes flat for a while, and then he's done. Yeah, then they have to bring out a new one. But yeah, I don't know, uh, dude. One more grinds my gear segment. And I'm not going to go in deep detail about this. We we talk about it all the time. We talked about it earlier. Can we get away from repeated title looks? We've had the same title look for how many years now? <laughs> and we're still bringing new titles that are just different colors. That's not... Is this thing on? That's not a new title. That's a cosmetic change. That's all. I'm completely fine with the men's title on how it looks. As long as you drop the other ones and then just keep the lineage. 
I do not like how they copy and paste it with the women's championships. I cannot stand it. It makes it devalues the women's titles. It does because at this point, yeah, go ahead. Like you're devaluing the women's titles. At least their tag titles look different. Yeah, but, but now they're going to do a unification match. Yeah, but at least both the championships look different, and. We have a legit tag team, finally, going for the tag championships. But they're going to lose it to Ronda and Shayna. Doubt it. I doubt it. I hope not, dude. I really hope they win. If Ronda and Shayna win, it'll be off some referee bullshit. I don't think they're straight up beating this team. Because every once in a while, they'll call up some somebody from NXT... And they just run shit for a little while. Kevin Owens is an example. He came up from NXT and just ran wild for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, blanking on who else the last few years. I mean, if they ever call up Braun Breaker, that'd be another guy who could do it. Well, quickly, we did have Braun Breaker call out Seth Rollins. Yeah, that's true. I forgot all about that. NXT's going to must watch TV. Might have to cover that this week or this coming week. We just might have to. Like our maybe a little one off. Yeah. But, For sure. Yeah. Um just so, just a different looking championship belt. That's all I'm asking for. I'm okay with one title looking like the one that's been around since 2013, 2014. 2014. Yeah. Not, it's not fine because the... I'm watching a uh, championship reveals playlist and it, it WWE World Heavyweight Championship that's no longer the World WWE Championship came out on August 18, 2014. Yeah, not, not the scratch logo one. That one was kind of hideous. I think I like the spinner belt more than that and I hate the spinner belt. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you on that one. I would much, much, much rather have the scratch title and not the spinner. And I hated the spinner. The spinner is kind of the reason I got out of wrestling, honestly. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I hated that title. And, like, <coughs> I've always been more of a fan. Like, whenever a champion becomes a champion, like, just, you know, let them have their own title. But,. Nothing, I guess, for me will ever be as good as the wing eagle to the big eagle. But, um, yeah, like I said, I just, oh, my God, do we need different looking titles? That's why I think everyone's so in love with the World Heavyweight Championship title now, because it's completely different. It's back to the big gold, big eagle combo, and I love it. But, I don't know. I was kind of hoping that we were going to get a new style belt, but with Asuka getting hers... I think we're going to be stuck with these titles for at least another year. Unless a certain somebody Unless what? a certain somebody wins a WrestleMania match next year. That should have happened. Something Cody Rhodes? Yeah. Yeah, same here. But I don't know. This is what grinds my gears. I'm just kind of ready for complete change with the titles. Uh we're looking forward to seeing Rhea Ripley get her, you know, World Heavyweight Championship. 
next week because did you catch on what Adam Pierce had said? He never referred to it as the SmackDown Women's Championship. He just referred to it as the WWE Women's Championship. Yep. It makes me wonder what they're going to call the other one. It's probably something like a heavyweight women's heavyweight championship. They never call, they right. never give women their weight. Like, they never call out their weight unless they're that damn big. The only one I've ever heard them call their weight over was like, uh, what was her name? Uh, I'm blanking on her name. Related to The Rock. I can't think of her name. What? There's only one women's wrestler that I know of that they've ever set their weight for, like, the last few years. I'm sure it'll be, like, the WWE World's Women's Champion or something like that. Yeah, the point I was trying to make was they never say their weight. They never say the women's uh, division's weight. So it'll be... I I get it. It'll get some weird name. I can't think of the girl's name, damn it. Anyways, uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Or, I mean, I'll wrap, wrap it up. up. All right. So, that concludes the episode. Make sure you follow us on all our social medias at TikTok at Popless Potty for the Cheap. On TikTok and Instagram, or not TikTok, uh, Instagram and Twitter. Sorry, I got my T's mixed up there. Instagram and Twitter at Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast. And on Facebook at the TNJ Sports Podcast. And if you're listening on Spotify, uh, make sure you give us a, a subscription on YouTube at Cheap Pop Podcast. With that being said, this is Hook signing out. And this is Kenneth, we out.